This is the Old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis, the Old Trailblazer, riding out again on Old Dan, blazing the path to the hearts of sinners. And we're happy to be back with you folks at this time. Oftentimes, we bring you one of our uh, old-time, old-fashioned gospel songs on our CDs, our radio choir that was in place in New Orleans used to sing. So we have one now. I'd like for you to listen before we get into the message. So would you just listen, please? Rock did it higher than I. gracious song i praise the lord for for our choir that we had in place at one time and we have nine of these cds uh similar to this one if you'd like them you call me write me we'd be glad to send them to you five dollars each let's get back to our study we're looking at a study on divine healing true and false and we've been refuting some errors there in those things and uh just just giving you god's word we've shown you from god's word that the lord jesus never neither before he was crucified nor after he was crucified, had risen from the dead, ascended back to the Father, was ever commanded, never did he command his disciples to preach healing. And anyone who goes astray on the word of God, trafficking in the souls of men, will have to answer before the judgment bar of God. We often quote the doctor, late Dr. Hallman from New York City, and he further states on that subject, no one who loves the Lord Jesus Christ in sincerity and truth should, even because of curiosity, attend such meetings where this preaching and teaching may be heard. To do so 
is to give support to false doctrine, sin against revealed truth, deny the word of the Son of God, and accumulate an accusation for which an answer must be given at the judgment seat of Christ, a judgment seat at which will be be found that false doctrine is no idle matter, no mere splitting of hairs, nor balancing of one's opinion against another, but a sin of sin in God's sight. I agree with the late doctor. Brother, he that bids him Godspeed that preaches a false doctrine is as guilty as he is. And I'm battling for your souls here, there, and yon as I bring these messages. My heart is literally broken for you who are entangled in any such false doctrine. Would you listen to God's word? The preaching of healing is not only contrary to the word of God, but it has left its mark and scars of blasphemy upon nearly every great doctrine of God's word. Take, for instance, the doctrine of the Lord's Supper. They have destroyed the true meaning of the Lord's Supper. Let's look back there at the Lord's Supper as set forth in God's word. We find there in 1 Corinthians 11:23. For I have received of the Lord that which also I have delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. And after the same manner, also he took the cup, when he had supped, saying, This cup is the New Testament of my blood, in my blood. This do ye as oft as ye drink it, in remembrance of me. For as often as ye eat this bread and drink this cup, ye do show forth the Lord's death till he come. What a beautiful, gracious picture of our blessed Lord. The bread here symbolizes his broken body as he hanged on the cross as a substitute for sinners. Let me ask you folks, do you have a substitute? Do you know anything about someone taking your place? Did you know what salvation is? It's being delivered from sin. Your sin debt being paid by someone else. You can't pay it. I have folks that I know whom I know working their fingers to the bone, dipping soup on the soup line at Thanksgiving and Christmas and all those things, knitting wool caps for babies and homeless people, and all of those things all the while thinking that's doing something to merit salvation. Now, my friend, I, I, I appreciate folks living clean lives. I appreciate folks being dedicated to helping poor people and getting out those things, but that's not salvation. That doesn't have anything to do with salvation. But listen what the scripture said. Oft as ye eat this bread and drink this cup, do it in remembrance of me. And oft as ye do it, ye show the death of the Lord till he comes. Nowhere here does it even hint or infer about bodily healing. But it's taught all over this country now that the broken bread refers to the healing of the body. That's the greatest twisting of God's word and perverting the truth of God's word that I've ever witnessed in my life. They teach that you can be healed when you put the bread in your mouth at the Lord's table. If not before, by discerning the Lord's body broken for your healing. This is nothing but simple mockery, to say the least. That's some sight, isn't it? A group sitting around the Lord's table eating the broken bread for healing of their bodies. It's nothing but short of blasphemy. What mockery, heresy. There has grown up many false teaching concerning the Lord's Supper. There is the doctrine of teaching that the bread and the wine is turned into the real flesh and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. My friend, that's here heresy. It's simple heresy. 
then there's a false doctrine of uh, teaching that the presence of Christ is mysteriously connected with the bread and the wine. Now, you know what I'm talking about, my friend. Listen, also, there's a doctrine of impantation, which is the inclusion of the body of Christ in the bread and the wine, conceived as, it, as a union with the elements without a change in the substance. This is also contrary to God's word. And there's a false teaching that we eat the Lord's Supper for fellowship one with another. And then the latest thing, and no doubt the greatest heresy ever connected with the Lord's Supper, is that the eating of the bread for the healing of the body. Christ said, when you eat the bread and drink the wine, do it in remembrance of me. He doesn't say do it for healing. Do it in remembrance of me. Therefore, we see it as a memorial. What a memorial, my friend. He said, when you eat the bread and drink the wine, you do show forth the death, the Lord's death, till he come. The Lord's Supper points back to the cross where our Lord died as our substitute. His body was broken, bruised, wounded for sinners. His blood, every drop of it was poured out at the foot of the altar cross for the remission of our sin. Then the Lord's Supper points to his second coming. It says, till he come. Oh, my friend, I'm preparing a message for deliver later. Oh, no, uh, he's not here. He's risen. He's not here. He's risen. Isn't that, isn't that a gracious thought? The, the, the women went there to the tomb that morning, and the angel said, he's not here. He's risen. He's not here. He's risen. Did you know we have no hope if the Lord not risen? We have no salvation. We don't preach a dead Christ, my friend. That's what uh, one fellow said to the other and said, where is your God? He said, he's in the tomb over there, uh, Mohammed or Allah. He said, where is your God? My God's at the right hand of the Father in heaven. Oh, it's a great difference, isn't it? Great difference. Born-again believers come together to eat the Lord's Supper, remembering their crucified, buried, and risen Lord until he comes again. There's no bodily healing taught in the Lord's Supper. The biggest stretch of the imagination, twisting of the scriptures that you can ever imagine because bodily healing is not in the atonement. Let's keep the record straight. My friend, there's souls at stake out there. Any individual who emphasizes anything else above the person and work of the Lord Jesus Christ on Calvary's cross as a substitute for sinners is not saved. Now, let me make that statement again. You didn't get it. Any individual who emphasizes anything else above the person and work of the Lord Jesus Christ on the cross of Calvary as a substitute for sinners is not saved and cannot direct sinners to Christ. God called ministers will not preach a false doctrine. Let me just let me just emphasize that. God's man is not called to preach false doctrine. God's man is not called to preach healing. God's man is not called to preach speaking in tongues. God's ministers will preach God's word without compromise and without fear or favor of men. Oh, my friend, I often tell you that Satan tries to intimidate me to cool down or calm down my message. You're going to lose all your good givers. You're going to lose this and that. And, but my friend, God's man can't compromise. God's man can't. So you see how Satan has invaded the sacredness of the Lord's Supper with his slimy crawl and has left it only to marks of blasphemy and has drawed it, destroyed its beautiful picture and left us with nothing but shucks. Oh, listen, listen, 
how God's child loved to sit at the Lord's table and eat the Lord's Supper in remembrance of our blessed Lord and his death on the cross as our substitute until he comes again as our ruling king. Isn't that great? Isn't that marvelous? Let's turn back to the simplicity of God's word. Let's go back, my friend. Let's not twist it. Let's, let's not pervert it. Let's teach it. Let it teach what it will. Let it just bring what it will to you and to me as we go forth day by day, looking to the Lord. Just looking to the Lord. He'll guide us and lead us in all those things. And let's, let's do away with all this false doctrine. Let those folks go on if they will. And, uh, oh, may the Lord have mercy upon them. Isn't that, isn't that grace that we can pray for those who are blinded and, and uh, deceived by Satan, hoping and praying that the Lord will not let them go? Lord, don't let them go. Don't let them drift off into those things into where they'll never come back. Oh, Lord, open their eyes and open their hearts and minds to see that they're following error, following some man, and that it's all of the flesh, fleshly as it can be. But, my friend, uh, God's Word is true. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't mislead us. God's Word never misleads you. And I asked you, let me hear from you. My mailing address is the Old Trailblazer, Post Office Box, 1810 Walker, Louisiana, 70785. And pray for me. Will you do that? Will you just pray for me as I pray for you? Ask your prayer group there to pray for the old trailblazer. He needs your prayers, my friend, and help me with the broadcast if you can. Goodbye and God bless you.